Good morning, Dean Isaac, Father Rudy, Reverend, clergy, brothers and sisters. Thank you for the privilege to address you this morning as part of your Women's Day celebration service. My name is Ingrid Carly Moses. I'm a parishioner of St. Vincent Pilati Catholic Church in Pucklesdorf, where my family and I live. My husband Rodney and I host a radio program called Testify, which is broadcast on Eden FM on a Monday evening from 9 to 10 p.m. Our youngest daughter, Sarah Joy, which joins me here this morning, assists us with the social media advertising and publishing of the program as a podcast. As a family, we actively participate in various ministries in our parish and the local community. One of these ministries is ecumenism, which has led me to be elected as the secretary of the Pakosdorp Interdenominational Forum of the Women's Ministry Section. I welcome Mrs. Vina Fredericks from St. Albans Anglican Church in Pucklesdorp, who is one of the executive members of the forum. And I thank Mrs. Fredericks for recommending me to be the speaker this morning. I start my talk this morning by posing a question to you for reflection. What comes to mind for you when you think of the phrase eternal life? Traditionally, the term eternal life is referred to as continued life after death, meaning it is regarded as a future experience. If this is your perspective, then maybe the image of St. Peter standing at the pearly gates, looking at you with soul-piercing eyes, judging whether you are worthy to enter heaven, is what comes to mind. Or maybe it's an image of a place that is serene, peaceful, and radiating color where you can rest peacefully. Some have the understanding that the word eternal means to live forever, a concept which manufacturers and retailers use to commercialize their many beauty products, health supplements, treatments, and lifestyle improvement gadgets which they use to exploit the human desire of immortality and deathlessness. Deathlessness, I'm not sure if that's really a word, but it's one I've made up, so it's going to go into the dictionary soon. In the Gospel of John, the emphasis on eternal life moves from a future experience as to a present possession. John 5.24 says, he who hears my word and believes him that sent me has eternal life and comes not into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. So like the Apostle Paul John says, eternal life starts in this life. But how do we attain it? Dear brothers and sisters, Eternal life can never be purchased in any way. It is entirely a free gift. The cost of this gift is the death of the Savior, Jesus Christ. The gift of eternal life is available to anyone who recognizes their own sinfulness and places his or her personal faith 
in Jesus Christ as the Saviour. John 6 verse 47 says, The one who believes has eternal life. The one who believes refers to the personal, heart-to-heart -heart relationship we as Christians are expected to have with Jesus. Living a life free of sin, or one where we submit all that we do to Jesus, is not easy. But Jesus, being the gracious entity that he is, gives us the blueprint of how we can do this. In today's Gospel, he tells us, I am the bread of life that has come down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. Whoever eats the bread and not die will live forever. Have you heard the saying, you become what you eat and you become what you think? So I ask you, what are you eating? What is your staple food? Are you consuming the things of this world or the things that God has taught? Are you serving your own flesh or are you serving the Lord in your actions? Do you follow the advice of your friends and family or the promises of God in his holy word? Do you feast or crave physical food to nourish your body but disregard the spiritual nourishment of the Eucharist to feed your soul. St. Paul II said, the, the little host is a solution for all our problems, emotional, physical, spiritual. It is the real presence of Jesus which is God's most precious gift to us. I personally have become acutely aware of the changes in my own lifestyle and actions over the last 18 months due to the impact of the lockdown restrictions related to the COVID-19 pandemic. With the kids being at home more often because of the adjusted school schedule, we seem to be going through food at double the consumption rate. And with the churches opening and closing because of social distancing restrictions, our spirituality started slacking. The t-shirt I'm wearing today, let me show you, has the word mama written on it. It was a gift from my eldest daughter and her husband when they shared the news that they are expecting. I'm wearing this t-shirt as a reminder to myself that I have a responsibility to leave a legacy just like the 20,000 women who marched to the Union buildings in Pretoria on the 9th of August, 1956. Tomorrow we commemorate and celebrate their actions of taking a stand against legislation aimed at tightening the apartheid government's control over the movement of black women in urban areas. The action of these women have left an eternal footprint in the history of South Africa. So my question to you, dear brothers and sisters, is what eternal footprint will you leave in the lives of the people entrusted to you? Some of us 
do not have the magnanimous boldness and courage that those 20,000 women had in 1956. And that's okay. God does not expect us to be the same as everyone. Thus, he created each of us as uniquely different individual beings. St. Teresa said, If you want to change the world, go home and love your family. The kind of legacy I want to leave behind is one where the word of God takes root in my heart and fills my mind according to Philippians 4 verse 8. With things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good rapport, virtuous and praiseworthy, so that the love of Jesus is passed on to my children and their children and their children after them. I want to be faithful to God, regardless of the position I serve in and what God has given me to do at any given moment in time. I want to support my leaders, nurture relationships and build a reputation for being trustworthy. I do not want to compromise or give up when I face discouraging situations, so that when unexpected opportunities come, I will be ready to step into new areas of influence. My final question to you this morning, dear brothers and sisters, is are you willing to put away the things of the world and serve the Lord with all your heart, might, mind and strength and to receive eternal life and leave a legacy that lasts into perpetuity? I pray that regardless of the challenges we face today, we remain faithful in serving God in whatever small way we can, so that God may use us in the right way at the right time for his will. And may we never lose appetite for the things of God and the love of the Eucharist. Amen.